out there in podcast land and welcome back to spoilers your bad movie review show on the rat pack podcast network where your hosts have lots of opinions with zero credentials each week we're watching a mo- we watch a movie usually a bad one we crack a couple jokes we give you our insight into the film and we play a couple games at the end i'm your host hollywood and i'm joined by my co-host adam hello just adam today no maestro yes uh this week we're watching a movie based off of an itunes review quest request like i always say at the end of the show yeah if you leave us a request for a movie on itunes that'll bump up to the top of our list and uh what movie did we kick off of our list we were gonna watch do you remember what movie we were supposed to watch before we got this itunes request oh damn it and i don't remember it would have been a fun one it would have been hackers oh that's right hackers that would have been a good one yeah okay the person who gave we'll get to it later yeah the person who left us this review was, I think it's Lou Hist 2 That's his iTunes handle. And this is his review. All right. Always looking for more film podcasts to make the office day go by. Spoilers, film thugs, and their large back catalogs make for enjoyable listening. Funny, critical, and complimentary when called for. You'll enjoy the guys. Us or the other guys? Or I think the film thugs? Those. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> As for reviews, I've always wanted to hear a review of The Name of the Rose. Medieval Sherlock Holmes, Connery, Insane Hunchback, Perlman, Creepy Monks, Young Apprentice, Slater, and The Inquisition. What more can you ask for? This film seems to be unheard of in my corner of Texas, always new to anyone I show it to. <laughs> well, Lou Hist O2, you, your wish is granted, yeah. and we're going to be watching The Name of the Rose from 1986. By the way, I don't think it's just your corner of Texas where this is unheard of. Yeah, I never heard of this. Yeah, n- never heard of it. Oh, hey. I'm, oh I'm spoiling because I always ask the question. Have oh, you ever oh seen yeah, this? sorry. <laughs> no, it's cool. Uh, let me hit you with just real quick the normal stuff. This movie was directed by Jean Jacques Anaud, starring Sean Connery, Christian Slater in his first ever role, which I read on IMDb. Is that he, right? Yeah, he was 15 when he did this role. I didn't know it was him. Yeah. I, 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 until right now, when we were, we were like bringing it up, like, wait, what? <laughs> I was about to look up his face, like, that can't be him. Uh, Ron Perlman, F. Murray Abraham, and uh, someone named Elijah Baskin. Let me do a brief synopsis. An intellectually nonconformist monk investigates a series of mysterious deaths in an isolated abbey. Normally, this is where I would ask, have you ever seen this before? And no, and no. no. Now, now, I absolutely see Christian Slater. Absolutely okay. see him, for sure. So this whole time you never do that was Christian Slater? No, I didn't. He didn't even look familiar to me. Okay. Now, I can't, I can't not see it. <laughs> yeah, that's him for sure. Yeah, I think I read in the trivia he was either 15 or 16. Wow. And he d- doesn't look it. He looks older than 15, 16. I think I, I think it'd be about right. That looks about the right. Yeah, cage. I think so. Okay. So, Adam, the name of the rose. This is based on a book. Yeah. And um, that synopsis, an abbey. I know everyone loves the show Downton Abbey. Right. So, is an so what is an abbey? Is that just like a manor? Is it like a... I I I, I didn't know before this. So I'm still <laughs> not sure. I know after this. Okay. Uh, is, is is it's a monk palace type of thing or a monk commune? A this castle. This movie was very confusing to me. Yeah. Um, just, I like... Okay. How do I say this? <laughs> I'm, I turned 32 in a few weeks okay. as of this recording. Oh, me too. Yeah. All right. Congrats. Hey. Yeah. All right. Cheers to us. So when I was younger, when I was like 13 to 23 in that range, movies like this, this was my wheelhouse. Oh, yeah, dude. Period piece, murder mystery, what? Connery. Yeah. But now that I'm older... I don't my like I used to hate people who was like, Oh, I fucking love I don't know, Joanna Man. I'm like, Oh, what are you a fucking oh, piece on. of shit? Yeah, that's the worst. And I'm like, 
now that I'm older, I'm like, whatever. Like every movie, <laughs> every movie is someone's favorite movie. It's like what Stan Lee said. It's like every comic uh, book is someone's favorite comic. Uh, yeah, book. Yeah, that's true. But some some should not be favorite still. Yeah, I know. The, I saw stand by that. But now that I'm older, <laughs> it's, it's like Juana Man. There's you got issues there. If that's your favorite movie, then you have some issues. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, now that I'm getting older, I don't that snarkiness of like oh that's your favorite fucking movie oh what a loser that like hipster mentality uh-huh. i'm like getting over it okay that's like a, like a movie like central intelligence yeah the upcoming movie with the rock and kevin hart yeah 10 years ago the t- the 22 year old matt would have been like fuck this movie <laughs> and fuck anyone who wants to watch this oh, wow. movie All right. and now i'm like yeah i checked that out okay that looks interesting that's good so these like period piece drama movies i just I don't know. I can't. I can't do them anymore. I see. Movies like this, I I just can't. Like all these best picture nominated movies. Like oh, this 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 movie's amazing. It's about a, a the guy who invented gears in 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 like 17th century England. I'm like, I don't give a shit. That doesn't sound entertaining. <laughs> yeah, at all. exactly. All these like Oscar bait movies, and this movie's clearly Oscar bait. You can totally tell this movie's an Oscar baitish movie. Okay, I guess because this is a movie the Academy loves. Is that right? Yeah, oh, movies boy. like this, period pieces. I, I I like period pieces. That's that, that's something that generally I'll I'll be into no matter what. Mm-hmm. I, I just I it, I think it's just my fascination with the time period, my longing to want to have lived in that time period. That the way everyone's kind of proper and sounds like they're intelligent, even if they're not. If they, even if they're not, they sound like they know what they're saying because mm-hmm. they they know how to use grammar and things. <laughs> uh, it it just yeah. I'm just I'm in love with the time period pieces from from way back way back when. That reminds me of a joke from the comedian. Do you know Greg Giraldo? He yeah. used to do all the roasts. Yeah. He had this bit on one of his comedy albums where he said how people are morons now. Like the way they talk and the way they write. Yeah. He's like, have you ever uh, read a letter from Civil War soldier to his wife? And these kids were like 15 when they were sent off to battle. It's like, my dearest Hannah, yeah. <laughs> I sit here in the hottest day in Savannah's history like a, like a toad on a honeysuckle. Oh, how I long for you and your pearly white eyes and your, you know, blah, yeah. blah, blah. See, that's beautiful. Yeah. And he says, and if you read a soldier's uh, letter now, a 21-year-old soldier, dear Maria, it is hot as fuck out here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that reminds me of. Even if Send they sound- pictures of your tits. <laughs> yeah. So even if, like, they sound dumb in this time period, yeah. they're still, like, smarter. They still sound smarter than us. Yeah. Even if they're saying something dumb, it's eloquently said to the point where we're like, oh, uh-huh. yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I miss that. Mm-hmm. I, I wish that was here. But anyway, mm-hmm. th- there was a lot that was confusing about this. And you, you mentioned before the podcast that this was based on a book or. Yeah, it's it's adapted from a book. Yeah. And that, that makes a lot of things make sense to me now because okay. it feels like it's just loaded with information, which would be good for books because people that are. I. I'm not a reader. Uh, yeah. I've mentioned several times in the yes. podcast, as well as I'm not a botanist. Uh-huh. Uh, but stuff like that, I feel like that's the kind of stuff readers would like to have all the information to, because that helps them build the story in their head more. Mm-hmm. Uh, for something like this, where the story is being played out for us, there's way too much information. And uh, some of the stories, some of the, the things that were t- talked about didn't need to be talked about in so much detail. Mm-hmm. The, the, like the, there was a whole thing about the, a debate happening, which I don't think needed to be in the movie at all, because mm-hmm. uh, it didn't, it really, it really didn't advance anything forward, and none of those characters that were in the debate scenes were uh-huh. used for anything else, which they probably should have been used later in the movie. Okay, there's, there's, there's a lot of what's this? Two hours? This is like a, two, like two, two hours, hours, ten minutes, including credits. And Way everything. too long. Yeah, this movie could have been like an hour, maybe an hour <laughs> twenty minutes or something. Well, I told you before, uh, before we started recording, I was like, wait, didn't Sean Connery solve like two murders in thirty minutes? Yeah, I, I was like, where the f- so where's this movie going now? Yes, and it's like, oh, we found another dead body. 
Yeah, the, the whole thing, the, the way it started off, we're introduced to uh, Sean Connery. He comes to this town, or I guess we're being told a story from Christian Slater's older self. Yes, he's he's an older. Yeah, I figured it was Christian Slater because I was his young ward and he didn't sound yeah. Scottish. All right. Yeah. So, so I definitely knew that was not Sean Connery. Yeah, because he was talking about like I'm, I'm going to take you back, and hopefully he doesn't hurt me to remember these times. Uh-huh. Uh And Sean Connery's already old, so it wouldn't. It's not like going yeah. back for him. What's going back to five years? Yeah. Before you're about to die. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it was it was Christian Slater's character uh, telling the story about what happened, and uh, his name's William. Yeah. William of Bakersville, and then his assistant. I know I'm going to read these names. Uh, that, that's Sean Connery. Adelmo. Uh, no, Adelmo's the one who died. Sean yeah. Connery is William. Yeah. Crusaders Adso. Adso. There you go. Yeah, weird name. Okay, I think the reason why I was so confused throughout a lot of this movie is because of the names. Now, I don't know if I have like uh, dyslexia or ADD or something, uh-huh. but whenever there's something that has like a lot of like character names that I can't follow, I struggle following the storyline. Like, yeah. let me give you an example Die Hard. Yeah. John McClane. Yep. Al, uh, Hans Gruber. Holly Gennaro. Yeah. Fake Bobby Brown. Right. Fucking Carl Winslow. Like, <laughs> these are all, like, uh, what's his name? In, in the, what's what's Carl Winslow's name in there? Uh, uh, Sam, Sam? No, Al. Uh, Al. Yeah, I think it's Al. Yeah, yeah, he calls him Al. So these are easy names to follow. Yeah, the show that I just finished watching that I love, The Wire. Yeah, I was so confused those first seven episodes. It's okay. because there's fucked up names in there. Yeah, there's Weebay, Snoop, Bodie. Snoop doesn't show up to another season, but still, like all these names. It's and then you got to learn the cops' names, Daniels. You know, uh, all these different cops, and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? So when I hear these, like, I don't know why. I don't know I, if I, my brain's messed up. No, I, no, it's totally normal. But if I hear like character names that are really weird, I'm I can't follow anything. Like, there's a monk named Adelmo Ubertino of Casal. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Salvatore. Well, Salvatore is kind of rem- easy to remember. Rem- Remigio. I'm like, who the, whoa. I'm like, who the fuck? What's happening? Yeah, there's a lot of names. And the, the, the other thing that's like this is uh, Game of Thrones. Oh. Wildly confusing. You, you, got a, you got the Tyrell family, the, the Lannisters, the, uh-huh. uh, uh, the, the, the other. This is the, wow, there's so, so many families, uh-huh. and each family has a whole family inside of it. So each, each different family has like five to eight to ten characters you got to know. Mm-hmm. And there's like six of these families. Main families, and there's like three or four other families that are off the side. Then you got the Night's Watch, and it's like there's there's so many goddamn names uh-huh. that it's really hard to keep track of things. Mm-hmm. I just started watching it again. It, it just came back, season six, and I'm like trying to remember, like, oh, the fuck, who are <laughs> like I, I recognize the faces and what the plots are supposed to be, but as far as the, when they mention somebody's name that's not in that scene, I'd be like, oh, who the fuck? <laughs> Hold on, give me a second. I got to think about this. Maybe it's that other guy. Uh-huh. Too, too many names it just it becomes confusing. But then again, Game of Thrones is based on a book. Yes. Good for books. Yeah, good for books because yeah. you can get very descriptive. Absolutely. And you're wearing a Game of Thrones t-shirt right now. <laughs> yes, I am. I forgot about that. And what are, what are the... What are the oh, these wh- are the families. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, these, these are the, the, the different families and uh, their, um, their, their sayings. Winter is coming. Okay. That's, that's the Stark family. Mm-hmm. Uh, here we got the Tully family. Family, family duty honor. Okay. What else we got? This is wonderful for a audio yeah. medium. This is also hard to read upside down. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, these these are these are all the families. So what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So you have to know seven groups of people. Yes, seven on groups. top of like and, and the, the, and the winter is, walkers is, or whatever. Yeah, the white and walkers then, and yeah, then yeah, the night's watch. That's a whole different thing too. But each of these families has a king and a queen, a couple sons and daughters, and a couple grandkids. So it's like wow. And then everyone else yeah. in the village or whatever right. in between, right? Yeah. 
Then that's, you got then you got some warriors that are just like guarding them that aren't even part of the family. Some mercenaries going back and forth. Like, holy Christ! That's exactly the wire, dude. <laughs> no, because there, there's the cops, there's the criminals, okay. there's the new criminals introduced in season three. Okay. In season two, you have the dock workers. You have these people. You have the mayor's office and like the politicians. You have the newspaper mm-hmm. people, and they're all interacting with each other for the most part. Yeah. And it's fucking confusing, dude. Is and- it? Is it? Is it because they're both HBO shows? Because uh, the Sopranos can get very confusing too. too, yeah. And that's also an that's HBO a lot show. Of names, yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> have we figured out a pattern here amongst HBO shows? Maybe if you make it really, sound really complicated, you you think that you're just like, oh, it's got to be good because yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, that makes Ooh, sense. Interesting. <laughs> so this movie must be secretly good. Oh, maybe because I don't maybe. know what the fuck's yeah. going on. I guess if the Academy liked that, you said. <laughs> maybe. Well, no, I said it was Oscar bait. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oscar good. bait is typically a movie that. Uh, you make with the sole purpose to make an Oscar, and you pander to the Oscar voting crowd. Okay. So an Oscar movie pandering to the Oscar Oscar, Oscar voting committee would be like um, a movie where there's a cross-dressing man who's retarded, and it takes place oh. in the 1920s, Okay. and uh, there's fascism, <laughs> like shit like that. Like Beautiful. those are pandering movies. Okay. Now, now that you mention it... I- I think the acting was pretty good in this movie. Yeah, it was very good. I just couldn't follow or understand what was yeah, happening. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about it again. And like, the, the, at no point did I think, oh, that's just bad acting. It was all, everybody did their character well enough to make me believe that this world existed. It was almost like watching a play. Okay, yeah. It had the very it's same. It's not my boring play, but yeah, yeah. nonetheless. Uh-huh. Yeah. A lot of dialogue. Mm-hmm. A lot of dialogue. I, 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 you could probably watch this movie without actually watching it, just like listening to it, and you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Like as far as visuals go, there's not a whole lot of visuals that you need to see. Uh-huh. And if there is something that is visual, they explain it right afterwards. Like, all right, this <laughs> like, is, like in a book. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because <laughs> then that, that was the whole thing: The Apprentice, uh, Adso, and uh, and when William, William with because because one was the Apprentice, the other was a the teacher. There's constantly explaining what was happening. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like if you got lost. Hey, let me explain it to you again. Uh-huh. So it, it, that's, it's a good plot device to let us know. I don't, I don't know if the book was that way. I would assume it was. But just to kind of catch you up. Like, oh, I just, I, the last 10 minutes, I don't know what the fuck just happened. Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you, so here's what happened. <laughs> and uh, now why do we do that? And all these things like, yeah, that's just what, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was wondering what would break for us. <laughs> you know, the Bane voice is just Connery, right? Yeah. That's, that's what Tom Hardy said. Oh, is that right? He, he said, I just was ju- just doing Connery most of the nice. time. <laughs> Which makes sense if you think about it. Yeah. Because Bane is just like, oh, why would, uh, oh. perhaps he's wondering why someone would shoot a man. Yeah. It's just, it's just Connery, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. I gotta watch that again now. And this is the first time we're seeing Connery since Highlander, dude. And oh, I yeah. fucking hated Highlander. Uh, me too. So he's on an 0 for 2 win streak. Losing well, streak, I should say, for well, me. But, see, but I didn't hate him in it, is, is the thing. The movie sucked, but uh-huh. he's fine. Okay. Like Highlander, Wait, in both movies? In both movies. Okay. Yeah. Even in Highlander, <laughs> he was he was he was he did fine at what he had to do. Uh-huh. Uh is it a little weird that I think what he was like Algerian or something, or he was Argentinian or he something? He was Italian, Egyptian, Egyptian and something else. Yeah, yeah, Egyptian. Yeah. He's a, it's like that I don't buy him as an Egyptian, but other than that, I mean he still did fine. Well uh, well fuck it. I wish Maestro was here. Because <laughs> he's seen all the Highlanders. What we find out in Highlander two, I, have you ever seen Highlander two? I don't think so. In Highlander two, we find out that <laughs> are you ready for this? They're all aliens. Or they 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 were created by aliens or something or the Highlander people yeah like the people who can wield it their 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 DNA comes from oh, aliens somehow a, that's a huge cop out 
<laughs> as as a movie goes, that's a real cop. Yeah. So that might explain why <laughs> why Sean Connery is like, oh, I'm Egyptian. Oh, it's, I, it's that whole thing in the Matrix. We don't know what to make chicken taste like, so we made it taste like everything. Yeah. We don't know, know what Egyptian looked like, so that's him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It could have been that, but also in Highlander 2. <laughs> but in Highlander 2, it becomes like a weird sci-fi alien movie. Whereas the first one's more like fantasy, sword, yeah. sword play. The second one, they just go straight sci-fi. Okay. And I wish Maestro was here. <laughs> we'll ask him about it later. Yeah. So how do you want to do this, Adam? I don't even know. This this is a very long plot. We could sum it up real quick, though. Yeah, we could just sum it up. So pretty much, there, uh, and we just talked about the movie. Yeah. And stuff we liked and didn't like. Okay. So pretty much in this abbey, which I still don't know what an abbey is. I'm guessing it's just like a big estate of some kind. Anyway, th- <laughs> these monks live there. These friends, I think they're Franciscan monks or no, they're Benedict- Benedictine. The God people are fucking turning this episode off as we speak. <laughs> So, um, there's been a murder there. There's a bunch of monks. There's an abbot. Uh-huh. Uh, and, uh, they're trying to, they, there's they, a what? Hey, abbot! Hey, abbot! <laughs> Cause it, <laughs> I told you, I don't know if I, if we recorded this yes. or if, no, I don't think we did on the, yeah, I think, I think it, we stopped recording or it was before we recorded. Yeah. I, I remember I told you, I said, Hey, in Robin Hood Men in Tights, when the abbot shows up, yeah. everyone's like, Morning, abbot. Good morrow. Morrow, abbot. Good morrow. Hey, abbot. <laughs> and he goes, I hate that guy. <laughs> And I told you, oh, I barely figured out that's Abbott and Costello. Yeah. And I never knew that joke. That was Costello all the time. That's how you referred to Abbott. Yeah. So, <laughs> so when I find out that this guy's an Abbott, that's, that, I yell that out to the TV. I was like, hey, Abbott. Because uh, he was in that decked out white yeah. uh, get up just like in Robin Hood Meta Tights. Right. And every time he went on screen, I... <laughs> I, I secretly like whispered it because I was on my deathbed. I had the I'm recovering from the flu. Oh no! So on my deathbed for the flu, I'm just like, hey, I'm bad. <laughs> uh, I can't breathe. <laughs> yeah. So there's been a murder or it's a suicide. People right. think there, it, there's a death. There's a death. Nobody. Uh, yeah. Not sure. It's the 1300s. Do people even know what a suicide is? Whatever. I guess, I guess they do. <laughs> so they call in Sean Connery. Yeah. Who's supposed to be like the Sherlock Holmes of his era? He's very good at deductive reasoning. Yeah. And he brings along his little apprentice. Right. Little Christian Bale. Christian, Christian Slater. Slater. Slater my bad. Oh, I love Christian Bale. This movie. <laughs> so they bring him along and the abbot says, I don't know what happened, but some people here are starting to think that maybe the devil's at play. So yeah. why don't you take a look at it? So Sean Connery. But by the way, before uh-huh. he even gets there, like two of the abbots are inside talking like, uh, what if he finds out what's happening? He's not going to find out. Don't worry yeah. about it. Don't worry about it. So right off the bat, you know, there's yeah, some we, we shady got to stall for a little while until uh-huh. the... Uh, the the inquisition people come the yeah inquisition, inquisition. yeah mm-hmm. which is another weird plot point but <laughs> yeah so so uh, so he, William uh, Sean Connery just starts walking around he's like oh maybe he fell from that tower no maybe it wasn't that tower maybe it was that tower oh cool yeah because look how this rock <laughs> rolled this way yeah I, I like that he was actually like he was using like real yeah. detective skills from that arrow sure yeah but but that that whole thing was kind of like that seemed way too easy uh huh like he just walks up to the scene <laughs> of the crime he looks at the ground. Looks over to the left, see some rocks rolling down the hill. You know what? It was he went he was over there. So they walk over there. Yep. Yep. It was this it. tower. It was suicide. All right. Case closed, moving on. I'm like, wow. Scroll te- was that a per- was that a scroll text? No, moment? It, it's just it's or just, just a moving forward moment. It's just, it's just moving forward, but like, oh, okay. but like it was it was almost too quick to the point where like that that's obviously not it. Because uh-huh. he came to it too quick. Then that's not the real that's not the real reason. So like, ah, oh, suicide. All right, all right. Nice to meet everybody. How's it going? Cool. We're gonna be on our way back. Oh no! <laughs> There's another death. There's another death. There's another a guy body. upside down in a pig swine, or yeah, it's where they slaughter the pigs or the cows or something. Yep. 
Is it like, oh, and then some guy comes out saying like, oh, this is the second uh, chime of the bell from Revelation, whatever. Yeah, it's the it's the devil. The devil's at play. Yeah. So the, so people start to freak out and like, all right, now we got to readjust our whole thing. I think uh-huh. still think suicide, but I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we should do some more investigating. Well, no, the seeing the guy upside down. <laughs> that's what he's like. Okay, ne- maybe it's not a suicide. Yeah. Could oh, ne- is that what he said? Yeah, he's because he pretty much said, well, think about it. Like, he's not gonna fucking die that way. Yeah. See, so, I, I I took it to mean like uh, he was saying like. Now that one's not a suicide. Oh, that's, that's the way I took it. I took it as, oh, that's definitely not a suicide. Maybe that oh. one's a murder. Okay, okay, I see. I I took it as that. Very uh, confusing. Oh, see, that, I thought that was <laughs> supposed to be a joke. Oh, okay. just like yeah, that's not a suicide. <laughs> I'm like ah, look at you. All right, little humor in there. The only bit of humor I think the whole book hmm. or uh, movie. Well, those references to humor. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> They, there's a room, uh, the scriptorium. It's where the monks create the books yeah, and and translate the books. Yeah, this is where I'm confused. So the whole like thing, we're just gonna move wherever. Yeah. So was the whole conspiracy that they found a book that proved that Jesus was in, lived in poverty? Like, didn't that pl- come up? Or they ha- no, that that's what the, the group debate was about. Okay, because the the, the, what the the monks believe that Jesus was poor. Yeah, everyone knows Jesus is poor. Yeah. Uh, the, what the monks are saying, we should all be like Jesus and oh, also we should be, be poor. Oh, that's why their whole little communal is poor. Yeah. Oh, because the, like, Sean Connery's crew is yeah. probably, like, rich. And the, yes. they're, like, Vatican rich. Like, exactly. they're walking with gold yeah, and rubies exactly. and stuff. They, they come in the, the fancy oh. suits, the crazy hats. and they're okay. like So their whole thing is like, hey, you guys, hey, of the papal, whatever, papal mainframe, uh, you need to give up all of your worldly possessions and uh, be like us mm-hmm. to help serve the right way. Because okay. like Jesus, we are also poor, okay. so we are the better servants of Christ. That's that's their whole thing. So the, they're, they're hosting a debate at at this at the Abbey uh-huh. uh, between the the Pope's people and the monk people, and uh-huh. to decide whether or not they should all be poor or not. Mm-hmm. That, that that's that's a whole different side plot that doesn't have anything to do with any of the murders that are happening. <laughs> yeah, and, and and that's it. The whole thing is we need we need to get this wrapped up before the debate happens, and that's all. Uh-huh. So maybe it's, maybe it's to put a false time constraint on it, so to speed things up. I don't know. Okay, now that makes sense. Because the whole time I'm like, wait a minute. So was the conspiracy that they found a book that proved Jesus was poor? Didn't everybody know no. that? That's that's what I thought that book was about the whole time. No, the, the one the, that they were killing they, each other for. Yeah, the, what turns out, what people are dying because of of books of some books uh, that are a not, book. Is it, is it a book? Yeah, because the 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 book in question. Everyone who's died, they have a black. Yeah. Mark on their tongue yeah, and on their smudge. finger. Yeah. It's an ink smudge. So what you find out is the guy who's secretly behind everything, he poisoned the pages of the books. So because he knew that he knew that they would lick their finger to to uh, to go to the next oh, page. Okay. So that one book. I was wondering about the whole tongue part. Poisoned. Yeah. Okay. How is it that two people watch the same movie and only? I don't know. Like I got half the movie, <laughs> and you got half the movie. Uh, we're paying attention to different things, I guess. I was paying attention to staying awake. Uh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yes. Lou, Lou, Lou Hist O2 <laughs> Oh man You must be hating us right now uh, I mean it wasn't like A horrible movie it, I mean it, the story was fine It just it was, uh-huh. it was way too damn long And it just it, it, It's I'm sure it was great as a book mm-hmm. But not as I don't Can't turn this into a movie Actually if you're still listening Lou Hist Because we got this iTunes request a while ago Yeah And I just didn't pay attention <laughs> So <laughs> If you're still listening to us You now know what no, it's no, like it was, it was in the spam folder Oh, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> Lou Hisso, too. Yeah. You now know what it's like when I bring a horror movie to Adam. Because 
I'm always like, okay, everyone loves Cabin in the Woods. Adam should like Cabin in the Woods. And he's like, ah, it was okay. Okay, everyone <laughs> loves the thing. It's a classic. Right. Ah, it was fine. I could see why people like it. Yeah. Okay, Halloween. It's like the greatest slasher ever. I yeah. fucking interned for the guy. Well, that never made air. But that was our last episode. <laughs> yeah. But he, he was like, oh, it was boring. So Lou Histo too. you now welcome to my world. <laughs> to try to uh, show a horror movie to this guy. Yeah. Well, see, see the thing about this movie is it's like it, it was a story uh-huh. that was being told. And it just, it really wasn't that interesting of a story. I, okay. I don't think. Okay. They, they didn't need to be told. It was like, all mm-hmm. right, I heard a story, but I could have, I could have gone without it. Okay. I'm not enriched by, by it. And the, the moral of the stories, I'm not, I'm still not sure if I'm <laughs> on board with. Okay. I think I can get that part down. Okay. That's right. So, so, so we have half a movie between us. Let's yeah. see if we can combine this okay. into a coherent <laughs> plot that makes sense. Okay. Uh, so the other guy dies and then there's this fat fuck who works in the library. Yeah. That fat bald guy. Yeah. Who look, I called him Uncle Fester. Yep. Okay. So Uncle totally. Fester. Absolutely. He's the librarian's assistant. So Sean Connery's like, um, well, both bodies. Oh no. Uh, the last body had ink on his thumb and his tongue. Yeah. Since you guys, all you really do here is just make books. Yeah. It would seem to, uh, me that the killer had access to this room somehow. He had access to ink. Something related to you guys must have been in here. So I think it'd be cool if you let us go in there and check this out. And the guy's like, no. Yeah. You cannot check this hidden door. And by the way. They were already in there, right? Yeah. Okay. By the way, Adam, uh, I know this is supposed to be a conspiracy because of that opening scene where like, ah, don't worry about it. It'll be fine. Uh, just let it. We'll just got to waste time. Yeah, yeah. Sean Connery's pretty much like the police, right? He's there to investigate what's happening. He's not the police, but he's there to figure out what's going on. He, right? He's the, the 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 Pope police. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Right? Well, it's more the Inquisition, but whatever. You he's, get what I'm trying to say. He's a PI, a Pope investigator. Yeah. So you know what I'm trying to yeah. say, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's say for all intents purposes, he's a law. Yeah. Yeah. In this scenario, he is. Okay. So let's say you and I go out drinking, and I'm driving drunk, okay. and a cop pulls us over. Wouldn't you be like, be cool? And I would do everything in my power to be cool, right? Yeah. The monks in this abbey do the exact opposite <laughs> yeah. through every single scene. Every single one looks shady as fuck as soon as Sean Carty walks in. Yep. They don't know what being cool is or playing it cool. Playing it cool is like, hey, what's up, Sean Connery? Welcome yeah. to our library. Sure, you can check stuff out. Absolutely. But, Wherever you like to go, I'll, I'll take it myself personally. I'll but, escort you. Yeah, but all of them are just like, oh, oh, I better hide this. Oh, 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 he's coming. Oh, I better hide this door. Oh, oh, I better lock this door. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Every, why, why is everybody acting so shady? They're, they're not movie? being inconspicuous at all. <laughs> so everyone watching is just like, these guys are all in, into something. They're all onto something, uh-huh. uh, trying to cover up whatever. Nobody's really trying to find the truth here, uh, except for Sean Connery. Mm-hmm. But. So, so is, are we to believe that all the monks then are are in on the cover up of the books being hidden underneath in this uh, in this labyrinth underneath the the, the abbot, the abbey? <laughs> hey, abbot! Hey, hey, hey abbey! <laughs> no, I think it's the the I think it's the the guy the 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 uh, the Kaiser Soze the the John Doe the, okay. the fucking twist that we never saw coming. I, yeah. I think it's that guy. Okay, and maybe the abbot. Okay. They're like the only two who really know what's going on. Uncle Fester and these other people who died, they kind of just, oh, I saw him read that book. I want to read that book and figure out what happens. I okay. think that's my half of the, of the plot that makes okay. sense to me. So there's a few people at the top. They're trying to eliminate the people that have are, are getting on. To, like They're on to us. Let's take them out. Uh-huh. Okay. I think that's what happened. So they're casualties okay. of the cover-up. I see. Because there's always casualties in the cover-up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
So there's also in the mix, there's this chick who's uh, just there. Oh, yeah. So she's like a villager or something, right? So I, I think in this in this area, there's the abbey. Yeah. But then there's like a village outside where this woman lives. I guess. Yeah. But the, the, some of them are, are more pagan and doing like ritualistic yeah. things and witches of some sort. Yeah. Because the, uh, when they're hiding in the library or... or um, Oh, the, 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 who's it? Christian Slater. He goes, he's, they're, they're out trying to find. Uh uh-huh. They're investigating. Before stuff. Fester dies, uh-huh. uh, he, he runs off and he steals a book and the, he steals the binoculars, uh-huh. uh, magnifying glass from Sean Connery, runs away. They split up to try to find him. Oh, that's right. Christian Slater ends up in a kitchen where the, a fat monk is and, uh, they finds a girl in there and then they, and they, it's that same girl from the, yeah, from the opening scene when they open the thing, Connery's like, oh, let's check over there. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that girl's there, but I guess she gets around. Uh, yeah, she she sleeps with the monks in exchange for food. Yeah, or maybe that fat monk in exchange for food. I don't know. Yeah, so apparently the fat monk gave that girl a giant ox heart in exchange for for sex. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, this chick sees Christian Slater's like, "Hey, this one's on the hey, house. It's kind of more more my age." Yeah, so they they pursue- and you have all your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they they have sex like right away, uh-huh. and which is I think should should be weird for the monk. Uh, I mean, he's in monk training, mm-hmm. so. He seems like I don't know. Understand what's happening? This is—is is this a boob? He's just like, oh, what? What am I touching? Oh, uh-huh. I guess I'm naked now. Things are gonna happen. Uh-huh. So he has no education about sex at all to to know to avoid it or whatnot. But he knows it was bad still somehow. But he goes along with it. Well, I think they're taught, you know, not to sleep with a woman from the get go. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Yeah, but if it's so- similar to like Catholicism, right? So anyway, he ends up sleeping with her, and mm-hmm. then like life goes on. Uh, <laughs> By the way, she never says a word. And yeah, she's mute. She, I, yeah, or she makes noises. I, I don't know if she's mute in the book. My guess is they don't want to pay her because, like I told you, if you're ever in a role and you don't speak, you get half the pay. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Oh, that's that's why like people on TV, uh, certain roles are just like nodding or like they'll open the door for you and they won't say anything. It's because you, you, uh, it's, it's something to do with SAG. Can you, you dub in their voice later if, if you need to? Uh, that's when I think you have to pay them. No, but like if you use somebody else's Oh, someone else's voice? voice? Oh, I don't know. Ooh, I'm, I'm not a lawyer. Okay, I'm not a botanist. <laughs> right, oh, back correct. to your is your botanist joke because of the Martian? No, that's, that's do people ask? Do they? Do, has anyone asked you that? Yeah, Sea uh, Salt. Uh, he he tweeted at me with the, like one of the first times I said botanist thing. He's like, "Oh, is that a Martian thing?" I'm like, no, I've never seen the Martian because I watched the Martian on the plane trip to Hawaii. Yeah, and then there's a scene where Matt Damon holds up a potato and he goes, "I'm a botanist," and I'm like, "Wait the fuck?" I'm like, <laughs> "Did Adam get that from the Martian?" No, I, I still haven't seen the Martian. Oh, okay. I, actually, that's not true. I saw the first ten minutes. I'm like, "This seems too slow." Then I waited. It's for actually really good, and the story on how the Martian got made is really good. Okay, it was a blog. It was a blog? Well, no. He the guy is an actual writer. He's not just some fucking blogger. He's an actual like novelist. But he wanted to fi- figure out a way how to get his story out there. Okay. So the mo- novel of the Martian is like diary entries it's like uh mm. stranded on mars day 194 and then like four pages of it are what happened on that specific day i'm growing a uh farm of you know so and so okay and then he just started pu- publishing them on wordpress or blog or whatever and people loved it and then he took all that and he created it into a novel and now we had the martian movie interesting yeah all right i'll check it out i guess yeah i at this whole time i i, I thought <laughs> like my whole fucking plane right over there i'm like uh, god damn it he got it from the martian <laughs> nope. and now you're telling me no no i don't okay. know where i got it from <laughs> I, I it just came into my head one day i don't know okay maybe i saw it from somebody <laughs> i don't know <laughs> <laughs> things come to me all right mm-hmm. so yeah so this chick i guess uh by the way he uh, falls in love with her 
after having sex one time. Yes. No exchange of words whatsoever. Mm-mm. And because uh, he even goes to yeah, Sean Connery, like, hey, uh, so you ever been in love? I'm like, ah, well, uh, are you confusing love with lust? <laughs> like, no, I really care about her. I want, I want the best for her. Oh, yes, that's love. <laughs> <laughs> I liked Connery in this movie. <laughs> he was kind of a smart ass. Yeah. It's like he knew, he knew what was going on. Like he, he, he knew before anybody else knew about what was happening everywhere, yeah. which to me seemed a little like too fake. Like like in, in in Sherlock or Holmes, whichever one we watched, I think it's called Sherlock. Yeah, Holmes. Sherlock Holmes. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. There's, there's so many different types of this. I know, I know. Uh, it's got Elementary, we've got Holmes, we've got Sherlock, and and then Sherlock Holmes and Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> yeah, where when you, when you saw uh, Iron Man get to his whole thing, Tony Stark. What's uh, his real name? Oh, Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> when you see him kind of deduce things, it's like, oh, that makes sense. It's like he's he's following a parallel kind of line of thinking and talking aloud about uh-huh. it, thinking out loud about it. Uh huh. I keep saying that. I'm always saying talking out loud, which is what everybody does in the entire world all the time. Mm-hmm. To think out loud is something different. Yes. Okay. But I got what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when he gets, it's kind of like he just, it, Sean Connery just like, oh, yes, uh, that's the thing over there. I'm like, all right. How do you get that? I just know. I'm Sean fucking Connery. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm yeah. William the fucking monk. Yeah. It's as if he looks at something and boom, the answer comes to him instead of him like figuring it out step by step. It's just uh-huh. like he already knows. Mm-hmm. He's like one step ahead. Of, of us even like, but we need to we need to make sure we can follow you, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so he's he's in love with this 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 chick who again didn't need to be in the movie, and, and which is weird because the whole the name of the movie is based on this chick. That's oh, what, is it? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's your half of the plot. That you yeah. Got. Okay. The, the whole the, the name of the movie, name of the rose, is based on her because he never finds out what the girl's name is. Oh, so he names her Rose. No. No. It's, this is a name by uh, any uh, a rose by any other name. Oh, it's just as sweet. So it's like okay. it doesn't matter what her name is. She's still the same sweet girl. It just whatever. So that's that's what the name of the So the whole movie is based on this one chick who had three scenes, four scenes. Didn't need to be in the movie at all. <laughs> Did not need to be in the movie. Okay. okay. So again, it's like uh, Maybe the novel's different, Adam. I guess. Maybe she has a bigger part in the novel. Uh so anyway, they keep investigating, and things happen. They they eventually find uh, this, a parchment, the with yeah with the fat fuck, the yeah, the uh, Fester Uncle Fester yeah. character, and that proves that it's not demonic. It's it's a human because there's something on the parchment, or that proves that the ink on the parchment. I forgot how it goes. Yeah, <sighs> something about oh something about Greek came into play. Oh okay, the the guy who committed suicide or whatever. I think he was a Greek translator, and I think the guy. Who was found in the pig slop upside down? I think he was also a Greek translator. Okay, and I think they were the only two Greek translators in the, amongst the monks. Okay, because the book in question that everybody can't read is written in Greek. Ah, so I think what happens is the they were translating it, and I think that parchment had Greek on it, and they're like, "Well, the two guys who died were Greek." I don't know. I think that's what happened. It, it's something like that. Yeah, this is very confusing for me. Yeah. Me too. But I think it had something to do with that. because So, I know, so, so I, they hate the Greeks? Is that what's happening? No. The book that they don't want anybody to read is written in Greek. Okay. So if you get rid of the Greek translators, nobody can nobody knows what's in it. Right. But because they were translating it, they got to get rid of that parchment too as Cause, evidence. Because there's also a backstory of uh, Sean Connery. He he used to be a uh, Inquisitor. Inquisitor. He got thrown out of Inquisitorism. Uh-huh. Uh, the be- Inquisition. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah you got that, that one. <laughs> Uh, he got thrown out of that because he backed somebody up because their only crime was to translate something from Greek uh-huh. to uh, English or the common tongue, whatever, mm-hmm. maybe Latin. Uh, 
and he's like, I'm not going to send him to jail or kill him because he translated something from Greek. Mm-hmm. And um, so he, then he, he he ended up taking back his testimony. The guy got tortured and died. He's like, ah, that sucks Which for is me. weird because the Inquisition was like hardcore, oh, you're not going to testify? Fucking dead. I'm surprised Connery is <laughs> still allowed to be a priest or a monk or whatever. I'm surprised they didn't kill him. Yeah. Because well, he, he pretty he... much stood up to the Inquisition like, nah, fuck you guys. Yeah, but then he said, sorry, never mind, I forgot. Uh, I take back my testimony. Off the record, right? Off the record. Oh, okay. Yeah, they were shady. The Inquisition? Yeah. yeah. Nice. So, 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 I bet, I bet tells them, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, the Inquisition is going to come if you don't figure out what's happening. Uh, yeah. Sir Sean. Yeah. So, so after the third one dies, the, uh, after Fester dies, he's kind of like, all right, uh, shenanigans. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, there's a conspiracy. Things are happening. And this is all based on something else. Uh huh. And like, all right, crazy guy. We can handle from here. And then here comes FBI with her jurisdiction. Like, we'll take over the case. Yeah, the Inquisition. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> F. Murray Abraham is is introduced. He's uh, the guy Adam still can't no. figure out. Oh, yes. Now it, now it clicks. Now it clicks. Yes. Yes. That's F. Murray Abraham. He was in spoilers. Oh, he looks so familiar. He was in spoilers in Last Action Hero. Uh-huh. He's the one who said, uh, what's the quickest way to Carnegie Hall? And then Schwarzenegger goes, practice. John, practice. You old son of a bitch. <laughs> And he killed Mozart and Amadeus. Okay. Uh, spoiler alert for a 32-year-old movie. <laughs> I didn't, I've never even seen that one. It's about Mozart. Okay. And how he dies by F. Murray Abraham. I'm sure it's riveting. It's as riveting as this movie. Oh, oh. Except oh. that one won an Oscar. And oh. it's on the AFI's top 100 of all time movies of all time list. I always hear about Amadeus. Yeah. It's a good movie. All right. I watched it once in high school, I think. I'm telling you, back in that era, dude, that okay. high school era, I'm like, <laughs> fuck yeah, I'm going to watch Amadeus. I'm going to watch all these... All these old movies that are period pieces, yeah. And now I wouldn't even bother looking at it. Oh no, I just want to watch a horror movie or something. <laughs> Which I loved horror movies back then. Okay. Anyway, so they bring this guy in, Bernardo. Yeah, he's the head inquisitor, and his whole thing is it's the devil. I don't give a fuck what evidence you have. It's the devil. Because right when he gets there, um, there's people fighting over something, and there's they're fighting in some. Oh, it's, oh, it's the Hunchback. It's the Hunchback. Oh, you oh, mentioned him. Yeah, Hellboy. Ron Perlman. Yeah, yeah Hellboy yeah. shows up, and he's like the obvious suspect right off the bat. Like, y- yeah, like I'm watching this. Like, he fucking did it. He's like a monster. And oh, yeah? He lives in the fucking tower. Oh, see, I, didn't, I didn't get that. Oh yeah, I'm like he must be. He's like the Hunchback of Notre Dame. He lives in a tower. He probably escaped and fucking took some people out. Oh, see, he he maybe it's because we we watched Victor Frankenstein, uh, where <laughs> oh I Frankenstein. Yeah, no, no. The did we watch Victor Frankenstein? No. Uh, oh, maybe I watched it. Yeah, I think you watched it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we're with uh, James with, McAvoy yes. and Harry Potter. Right? Yes, with yeah, the, you, Xavier and Harry Potter. Yeah, I think you watched that on your own. Oh, did I? Yeah, we wa- for, we watched I Frankenstein. Oh, we did the trailer for it on Spoilers uh, Video Edition. Yes. And then I watched it after that out of curiosity. Okay. Yeah, but the whole thing was the, the Hunchback is not a... He's a gentle creature. He's not. He's not meant to be a, a, oh, I know. a freak. And in, in the book, he is. Yeah. And... So this hunchback, I I took him as a. He's just a dumbass. Oh, so you just assume all hunchbacks are no. Ma- well, just maybe the way he's portrayed here. I just he was he was just. Oh, he just looked like it. Yeah, he was he was he was um, uh, stunted, uh, delayed in the uh, in the head, uh, not. He's a retarded dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying not to not say it, but it's the best way to describe it. He just he, he wasn't he wasn't very smart. He was just he was real dumb, and he was kind of uh, he, he he didn't know what he was doing if he was doing anything bad type of thing. Mm-hmm. Gentle giant, uh, George from uh, Mice and Men, or or Lenny. I think it was Lenny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it was that character. So I didn't think it was bad. I, I thought I thought it was the fat guy that paid the oxen heart. I thought it was him mm-hmm. uh, from mm-hmm. the beginning. Uh, did it end up being him? I don't think. 
It was another. It was a fat guy, but I don't know if it was the same fat guy. <laughs> there was like four fat guys. Yeah. <laughs> like Abbott, Abbott, he's fat. Yeah, Uncle Fester's fat. The guy who's behind everything's fat. Yeah, and there's another fat guy. I think I thought it was the other fat guy. How are all these monks fat? Uh, all they do is eat. But back then, if you were fat, that means you were rich because you have sev- You have right. so much resources that you can overeat. Well, I, th- I think, and uh, this is purely speculation. Okay, that the the villagers they give food to them to sustain them uh, because they don't have money, okay. and since they don't have money either, they're just like, oh well, shit, I'll eat all this food then. <laughs> okay, that's all, that's all I gotta do. Okay, plus they plus not, don't the monks also make their own beers and things. That makes you fat. <laughs> well, the hunchback is Salvatore. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what happens as soon as. Uh, as soon as uh, F. Murray ha- Abraham gets there, he yeah. sees the hunchback fighting over uh, something with a, with the peasant girl yeah. in front of a black cat. Yeah. So he's like, oh, black cat. That's a symbol of, of evil. Witchcraft. They're witches. Get them. Yeah. Well, because Salvatore has this thing where he likes to catch mice or rats uh-huh. and puts them in cage. I assume the cat came because, oh, there's a rat in a cage. I'm going to get that rat. Yeah. And then they were fighting over the rat. And then the cat's like, man. Like, oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. We got this witch here with a black cat <laughs> and this uh, <laughs> grotesque hunchback with a rat. They're all black. You know what black means? It's black magic. Yeah. That's exactly how the Inquisition was back in the day. Yeah. And that was it. He walked in. I solved your crime. <laughs> yeah. It was the black cat and the rat and the hunchback and the witch. I'll take my money and I'll be on my way. Oh. I finally figured out how important like the the greek why g- greek uh everybody has an issue with the okay. translating it i think the books that were written by the greeks their religion was based in paganism i think okay and christianity was created out of they share they shared a lot of i discussed this in the fucking kirk cameron holiday movie okay where they won't acknowledge like where i said what did i fuck did i say oh in that movie they were saying, what do they say? That pagans invaded Christmas? And I'm like, yes, they did. They <laughs> fucking acknowledge that that happened. You can, you don't have to say that uh, the paganism is strong. Like, obviously, Christianity is more popular than paganism. But right. you have to at least fucking acknowledge that that's where it came from. You yeah. can't just be like Kirk Cameron, like, oh, no, pagans, what are you talking about? We created Christmas. Anyway, it goes to that. Okay. Because so much of Christianity, uh, their early, because when Christianity was formed, they had to create, like, rituals and stuff, right? Because God, uh, Jesus Christ created the church, right? But he died. So his human disciples had to create the church. So they looked yeah. at pagans like, oh, shit, look what they do. I guess we can kind of borrow that idea. Uh-huh. So I think the whole thing with Greek is a lot of their books were written, had pagan stuff in it. So if you're translating these books, the people who were like born into Christianity, they'll be like, well, wait a minute. I thought you told us paganism was evil. This sounds just like what we oh, do. That's right. I think that's the conspiracy that they're trying to hide. Yes, I do remember that. Because that, that, yeah. that was part of the thing Sean Connery was talking to the Christians later about. He was saying, like, uh, some of these books have information that go against our beliefs, and that's probably why they're hidden away. Yeah, that's uh, the conspiracy. Yes. That's my okay. half of the script, Adam. Good. Cool. <laughs> Got it. We figured out the movie. Damn, we're better than uh, <laughs> we're better than uh, F. Murray Abraham. <laughs> yeah. Black cat in my ass. <laughs> so, so pretty much they torture him, and then uh, but by the way, while this is happening, somehow, I don't remember exactly how anymore, but they, they found this labyrinth underneath the, the abbey. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> this, this whole fucking labyrinth. Yeah, because they're convinced that one of the things Sean Connery is like, oh, we're in this library, but there's not many books. Uh, where are all the books? And like, I don't know. You, you know where the books are? I think they're over there somewhere. Let's go check it out. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Hey, this thing opens up. Hey, we're in a... Oh, the key's the... It's like the, the teeth of like, a, of like a fucking Grim Reaper looking yeah. uh, statue. Poke out the eyes and the nose and uh-huh. it opens up. Yeah. 
So they get underneath. This reminded me of, speaking of Uncle Fester, do you remember the first Adams Family movie where how to get to the vault? Remember uh, Uncle Fester? Remember Uncle Fester? Mm-hmm. He's not the real Uncle Fester. Right. He's put in there by the, by the lawyer and all these other people yeah. to go undercover. Right. And remember Gomez is like, you don't remember the old family fortune? And they have to go through like these beepity bops uh, on the library shelf to get there. Okay. And remember they have to go through like a labyrinth to go to a, a moat that they have to cross to get to the, to the. Ah, uh, uh, that's real fuzzy. Yeah. 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 Well, that's okay. what happened. So this whole scene reminds me of, of that first Adams family movie. Oh, okay. Is was where Uncle Fester and Gomez are going through the fucking labyrinth I to see. get to the vault. Yeah. See, it seems, it's, it's crazy elaborate for, for, for monks to have built, I guess. Uh huh. But yeah, this is where all the books are being kept. And mm-hmm. even Sean Connery gets all excited to the point, like, where I feel like he maybe even came in his pants. He's <laughs> like, Oh my God, this is the greatest library of all time. And he's like, Ah, he was, he was yelling mm-hmm. and weird, like, like super glee, like, All right, that's, that's fine. Well, yeah, cause he loves knowledge. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, that was one of the things too. When uh, Chris Slater asked him, "Have you ever been in love?" Oh, yes, I've been in love. Aristotle, Socrates, and I'm like, no, 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 no. like real love. I'm like, oh no, you can feel love with lust. Yes, exactly. I li- that helps feel. But nobody uh, <laughs> said, "Oh no, that's love." Then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they find all these books and things, and uh, oh, there was also which comes back later at the very end of the movie where. Uh, they were in the library and somebody started laughing in the library. So the, uh, the, the, the blind, the, the blind abbot guy, uh-huh. uh, he's like, ah, oh, there's no laughing in here. And then he gets all like bent out of shape because yeah. he hates laughter. Mm, and then, right. and Sean Connery comes down like, well, uh, laughter is, there's all kinds of books that have laughter. And I mean, uh, there's this book by, uh, was, was it Aristotle or Socrates? I think it was a Socrates. There was a, his second book was all about jokes and stuff. Like, but that book was never discovered. Like, yeah, but it's still written. Oh, oh shit. That's the book he's talking about. Yeah. It's Aristotle's second book of poetics. Yes. Which was all based on humor. Yes. Yeah. But he used humor to also divine knowledge. Yes. Uh, or to impart knowledge. Uh, and, that, and that's what they were talking about. That, that's, that's the whole thing. that Sean Connery is like obsessed with that book, uh, which is not what this con- conspiracy is about. It's just it happens to also be in that library. Uh-huh. So uh, he goes down to the library. He's looking around for stuff. He, and uh, there's booby traps. And there's this one mirror that I guess is the secret portal to the super books. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or I don't know. Uh-huh. Super VIP area yeah. of, the, of the already catacomb labyrinth. The vault. Yeah. But then they have to leave and they're like, all right, well, come back later. Mm-hmm. And then all the stuff starts happening. Oh, it's a witch. Burn a witch. Uh, we also got the, the debate coming in, which has no, nothing to do with anything. <laughs> now they're just arguing over should we be poor or not. Uh-huh. Of course, the Pope's going to be like, no, let's not be poor. I got fancy shoes or, <laughs> or, or whatever. <laughs> How am I going to buy a Pope mobile in 20 years or 100 years, whatever? Mm-hmm. And uh, so now... They're gonna go burn the people. They're, they're gonna burn the, the the they're gonna burn the hunchback, the hunchback, and the, and the peasant and the fat dude. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, hunchback and the fat dude. Oh, that's the the fat dude is the hunchback's like uh, not guard, but like it's like like he's like Come one who takes yet. yeah he's like the one who takes <laughs> care of them. Yeah. So they're gonna burn them because they're fucking. By the way, the, the this uh, Inquisition dude, oh, it's, uh, F. Murray, F. Abraham? F. Murray, yeah, he he's pretty much he's. He's, he's waterboarding them to get a confession that isn't a real confession. Yeah. It's like, you say this and I'll go easy on you. Like, all right, yes, whatever you say. I did everything. That's, that's how, like, cops. Yeah. Uh, that's what they do to interrogate criminals. Right. And I get that being happening in, like, in, in private where you could just say, like, oh, this is a confession. Uh-huh. But at one point, they're in a public forum. Uh-huh. He's like, so what did you do? Uh, well, so why did you kill him? I did, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Is it because of this? Yeah, yeah, that's it. What you said? Yeah, that's what I did. It, damn it. 
Yeah. It's like, that was obviously coerced out of him. Uh huh. And everyone's just like, oh, yeah, all right, kill him again. Well, yeah, because that's the Inquisition, dude. Yeah, if but it, it was like such a, it was I know, but if, fed. You, but if back, you have to think how people thought back then. Like, the Inquisition was fucking scary back then. Yeah. But that's how cops are now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why, that's what I told my wife. I said, I said, my biggest fear in life is for me to walk in home one day from work and you're at like, you're just on the couch fucking with your throat slashed. Who's the first victim going to jail? Right. Or, no, who's the first suspect going to jail? Yeah. You bet it's fucking me, right? Right. And then once I'm in the room, why'd you kill her? I'd be like, uh, I didn't. Yeah. Plus, you're going to do the whole thing where you're like, oh my God, babe. You run up to her, you like grab her, and now you're covered in now, blood. Fingerprints. And, and like, oh, was, but your, your fingerprints are all over the place. Oh, I fucking live here. No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Intent. Yep. That's my biggest fear in life, dude. Uh, wow. There's actually a documentary about that. That's pretty bad. A guy came home and his wife was at the, the bottom of their staircase with her neck broken and she was bleeding out. So he calls the cops and of course he goes, he gets hauled off to jail and uh, he serves, um, he gets life in jail for murder. Jesus. It's in Connecticut. So he tries to go through appeal. He got, tries to go through the appeal system and the documentary is called the staircase. Pretty much what happened was they figured out that, um, they noticed 15 years later or 20 years later, this guy served time mm -hmm. in Connecticut, 15, 20 years. They found weird little marks on the top of the wife's head, like weird little scratch marks. And they re-looked at all the evidence and everything. Her window was open and an owl flew in and clawed at the top of her head, which caused her to like stumble. Like, oh, get away. She was trying to shoot yeah. it out. And she went doo -doo 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 down oh, the staircase. Damn. So this guy has served 20 years and he sued the state and he won. And, wow. But like that shit fucking terrifies me, dude. One day to come home to see my wife just there. Like the fugitive, dude. Right. Yes. John Kimball got fucked over yeah. the same way. There's, there's another story where uh, the, the wife died in the house. The husband get, gets hauled off to jail. Later on, you get a confession from the guy. He's like, uh, no, it was me that did it. But he was like, uh, he was a speedster, right? And uh, he was fighting with uh, Barry Allen, apparently. And uh, killed the <laughs> killed his mom uh -huh. in, 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 a, in a backwards time thing. Came back to the present uh, where the real Flash, the original Flash, uh -huh. was in jail. <laughs> All right. Oh, you heard about that? No. <laughs> well, that's, 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 yeah. The, in, in, Did in, that happen in Diamond Bar? No. In, 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the, the, the Flash TV show. That's, that's how it goes. But the father of the Flash is the original Flash TV series from like 20 years ago. Oh, it's the same actor? Same actor, yeah. Oh, shit. My godfather worked on that show. Okay. He was also the dad in Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I heard. And Mark Hamill <laughs> was the trickster in the Flash TV show from the 90s. And I heard Mark Hamill is... He, he, he was a trickster in Gotham. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. The Gotham show. Mm -hmm. Damn. And he, he's pretty much exactly the Joker. Yeah. Was, yeah. The trickster? Yeah, it's exactly. Uh -huh. Mark Hamill played him. He's like, that's the fucking Joker. I don't care what you call him. <laughs> that's not the trickster. Uh-huh. Yeah. But uh, anyway, we spent a lot of time not talking about this movie. Yeah. Yeah. We can just wrap it up. That's fine. Pretty much like... Uh, uh, oh, so yeah. So so they're about to be set on fire uh, like... Uh, like um, Bolted to a cross style. Uh -huh. Meanwhile, like, oh, the only way to save her is to find out what's in these books. So they go down to the labyrinth. They're looking around. There's a blind guy. Hey, turns out it was me. I know. Yeah. And I have your Socrates book right here. Ha <laughs> ha. And then he, uh, they get into a little scuffle. The whole thing burns up. Uh huh. And uh, he eats the pages yeah. with the poison. Yeah. He, he starts eating the pages. No. No, he's, he's eating the Socrates book. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if that one was poison or not. I think he poisoned that one, too. I thought he was just trying to get rid of it so that Sean Connery couldn't get it anymore. Like that too. You in your book, man. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah. And then the place gets set on fire, or he sets the place on fire, or no, someone else. No, sets it was, the place. There was a scuffle. A lantern got knocked over. Yeah. But, but and this, I had a problem with this. This is a big problem. Okay. This is underneath the Abbey, 
which was like it's a huge stone building. Yes. Granted, there's a bunch of books down there. Uh huh. But how how does the fire travel all the way up to get out into the rest of the abbey? Oh, that's true. I don't know. The fire should have been contained underground. A lot yeah. of smoke, I'm sure. But to ca- cause everything else to be on fire, there's random hay bales outside that are on fire. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? how did that's that true. get on fire? <laughs> that's true. The, the whole place lights up, and, and I, I guess that's the, then the town people churn on the Inquisitor guy? Yes. But why? <laughs> there's a fire. That means you're a false prophet? <laughs> what, 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 what's, what, what's the leap from, hey, there's a fire over there, to now these people are innocent, and you should go to jail? Mm-hmm. Was that, that was just a weird leap for the townspeople to make, but anyway, so he gets chased off and he he gets his carriage gets knocked over and thrown off of a cliff or something. Actually, I don't I don't know why they turned on him. Yeah. Oh, because everybody took off to go to the to the. Oh, I think all the monks and everybody went to the abbey. Like, oh shit, our house is on fire. So Ephraim Abraham's like, wait, come back. I need assistance here. So the people are like, hey, fuck you, buddy. Your pals aren't here. <laughs> Your pals aren't here to protect you. Oh, yeah. These are the villagers. The, yeah. Uh, the, these the are, pagans. These are the common folks, Yeah. Dude. Like, yeah. You're fucking up with us, man. <laughs> you give us back our witch up there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so he runs off. He, he dies. Uh, the whole place kind of burns down. Sean uh, Connery uh, reappears. Hey, I, I found these books. So I saved these books, mm-hmm. which we don't know what they are. Uh, and then there's, there's a final scene where they're riding away, mm-hmm. away from the town. And the girl's like... Yeah, the girl's there. Like, she kind of is like, hey, you going to stay? Yeah, remember me? Take me with you. Because his, his whole thing is, one, at one point in the movie, he's saying, like, I, I want her to know that I'm Franciscan, uh-huh. not part of these monks, because my people believe in helping the poor. Yeah. Uh, so I want to take away from this life. So I'm like, oh, well, fuck, here's your chance. <laughs> Perfect. Happy ending. Everybody wins. Uh-huh. You get the girl. Maybe you stop being a monk, whatever. Maybe uh-huh. you still help the monk, other things. But he's just like, eh, I'm out. Mm-hmm. So he leaves. Without it. her. Without her. <laughs> With Sean Connery. Yeah. And then as they're walking away, you just see Sean Connery and Chris Slater on horse walking away, and the whole uh, older Christian Slater's talking voiceover. about. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, so Sean Connery eventually, um, he gave me his glasses, and then I never saw him again. And that girl. She uh, was the love of my life. Yeah. But I never knew never her Never saw her again, and I never knew her name. And then at the end, I got a weird translation translation version, but... Was it German? I think, yeah. Yeah. Is that what you got, I, too? I got the same one, too. Okay. I assumed that the last thing was that the, the phrase, a rose bunny the name, would be uh, a, would still be as sweet. Okay. I, I assume that's what it would say. Okay. Because then it's like, oh, there's a, there's a title of the movie. <laughs> title of the movie. There it is at the very last scene. <laughs> so that was that. That was, that was it. Be- before, uh, <laughs> before we end this, yeah. I'm going to go back off tangent real quick. Okay. There's a Simpsons Halloween uh, episode, uh, Treehouse of Horror, that I love. Okay. It dealt with the... Salem Witch Trials. All right. And Marge is accused of being a witch, and they have, like, faulty evidence, just like in this movie. Okay. And they're going to push her off the ledge. Instead of burning her, they're going to push her off a ledge. And uh, Lisa jumps in front of all the people, and she's like, wait, doesn't the Bible say, judge not unless ye be judged? And Chief Wiggum goes, Bible says a lot of things. Shove her. And they, and, they, <laughs> and, they, and, they, and they push her off the cliff, and then it turns out she's actually a witch. Oh, she's and they're like, oh my god, she's a witch! Right, and she's then, just flying there and doesn't yeah, fall? Okay, yeah. I remember. She, I think and then her, uh, Patty and Selma are her witch sisters, and then they, they scare the whole town. Yeah, okay. But whenever I think, whenever I see, like, scene, <laughs> like scenarios like this, we're like, oh, she's clearly a witch. Yeah. And it's like, uh, wait a minute, shouldn't we have peace on earth amongst all brothers? Mm-hmm. Isn't that what the Bible says? The Bible says a lot of things. Shove her. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a thing like that also in Monty Python, where they're like, uh, when, when they're first like, uh, how do you know she's a witch? Well... Well, we got to drown her because the witches float in water. What else floats in water? Uh, wood, churches, lead. 
Like, uh, <laughs> that whole thing is like, uh, a duck. I'm like, yes. So, theoretically, if she weighs the same as a duck, that means she's a witch. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then they get these giant scales and they put a duck on there and the girl on there and they weigh the same. I'm like, <laughs> she's like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> she's a witch. <laughs> So that was our take on a movie uh, that apparently <laughs> we yeah. only saw half of. Yeah, we saw or, half or of it. Or no, we, we saw the whole thing. We just only figured half of it out. Right. And actually sitting down and talking through it, it's not that bad. The storyline is actually pretty good. It's fine. There's a good conspiracy. and Yeah, it just it was drawn out way too long. Yeah. And it's and my fucking <laughs> lack of knowing anyone's names yeah. really messed me up. Yeah. Because I'm like, who's that? What's that? Who's that guy now? Like I said, an hour, hour, 20 minutes, I think this would have been a much better movie. Uh-huh. Take out the take out the debates. Yeah. Take, take out the, the horror girl, even though that's the name of the movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. And it, it, I mean, it was a good – it could have been a good story had it been told correctly. But like I said, it's just a story that's like, all right. Because it didn't really have, even have a resolution. No. It's like, all right, okay, so – yeah, we figured out it was that guy. Everybody's everybody's dead, and now we're leaving. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm still here. Uh, Sean Connery's somewhere else. Girl's somewhere else. And that's all I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> what the? That's not a resolution. That's kind of like a... Off to the next investigation. Right. <laughs> all right. Well, I didn't hate the movie. It was just... It was, what's the thing you always say, Adam? It, it was a movie? It was a movie. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I would rewatch this. No. Actually, now that we were talking about it, I, <laughs> I kind of want to rewatch it just to see, like, if I can follow it now. Now that I know, like, what's happening, I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Have you ever see- done that to a movie? Like, saw it again after you saw it, and you're like, oh, okay, that makes a little more sense now. Yeah. Okay. But but those are generally movies that are like, I was like, that was amazing. I'm going to watch oh, it okay. again. Like Fight Club. You watch it again, and you can start seeing all the little clues uh, of, like, along the way type of thing. And, uh, other movies like that, like well, Memento, same kind of thing. After after you finish watching all, all of Memento, you go back, watch it again, and be like, oh, fuck. You see, you see all the things. Oh, I never noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I, yeah. Like, I like Memento. Yeah. That's that's a good one. I have the DVD where there's an Easter egg where you can watch Memento in proper time. Oh, that's and, right. And it's not as good. It makes no sense. Right. Because there's like cuts. Because remember how his memory is about to go back to having no memory, and then it cuts? Yeah. That still happens in that cut. So it's like, what the fuck's happened? Why is there such a long cut here? Or why is there such a, like, a long, like, transition to the next scene? Oh, interesting. Yeah. I guess that'd be distracting. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's the name of the rose. Sorry if I disappointed you, uh, buddy. That's fine. <laughs> Lou, Lou Hist 02. Do you think Hist, as in history, he's a history buff? Oh. You think he's a little corner of Texas? He's like, uh, the history okay. guy there? Maybe he's like the nerdist. Like, Lou is L O U H. Oh. <laughs> Lou Hist. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> well, that was our opinion of the movie. But like I said at the top of the show, we have lots of them. But we have zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. Or we're not. I usually get them from Rotten Tomatoes. And there's no critics' reviews no, on okay. this movie from Rotten Tomatoes. So not only in the corner there's... of Texas, in the corner of Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> also unheard of. Well, neither are the critics. There are audience, <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, okay. There are audience reviews. Is the first one from Lou Hist? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, now it's time. Thanks for writing, Lou. By the way, yeah, yeah, it helps. The, it helps yeah, us out when you absolutely. leave a review. Do You're appreciate. Probably it. not going to like us anymore. Ah, that's fine. Just bust your balls, Ruth. No, you know what, <laughs> Lou Hist, you you if you've been listening to our whole backlog, like you said, now you know the frustration I've had with this guy. Yeah. When I brought him the thing, and trick or treat, that was another one we never aired. Oh, that's right. Remember, I was claiming, "Oh, trick or treat, you're gonna fucking love this movie, Adam." Trick or treat, it's an anthology, and you were just like, "Ah, that was stupid." It's just fine. <laughs> I, 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 uh, 
I think based on all the horror movies we've seen, Trick or Treat is, 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 I think it's climbed higher up on the list. Oh, okay. Since seeing all the other ones. Would you say The Thing is th- probably the best one? Just because uh, you said you can see how people like this as a great horror movie? I could see Like, how, it has the elements. Yeah, it has. it does have the elements, okay. but... I don't know. I have to get back to you on the horrors. I have to go back through all the horrors we've okay, seen and fine. figure it out. Trust me. A lot of them have been bad. Okay. <laughs> all right. Now it's time for the Rotten Tomatoes game. This is part of the show where I make Adam guess the score of the movie based on his Rotten Tomatoes score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. 0 to 59% is rotten. 60% to 84% is fresh. And 85% and up is certified fresh. You're going this blind, Adam. So you're essentially just going based off how you perceive the movie. Okay. What would you like to guess first, the critics or the audience? Uh, critics are going to be higher because it was the whole Oscar bait thing. I can see them being into it just uh-huh. for the, the the acting and mm-hmm. the the long story and blah blah blah. Uh-huh. Uh, I think critics would probably give it a seventy one, seventy three. Close. All right. Nice. Going in blind. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, audience now. Audience is. Um, it's gonna be less because it was. I'm, I'm assuming everyone like me is like this is long. Even for even back then, this is a long movie. Uh, I don't know. Eighty six. There were still like non superhero movies coming out. Yeah, like, real movies. Oh, I'll go sixty four. Eighty five percent. It Jesus. is certified fresh wow. in the eyes of the audience. Wow. Alrighty. So, like the thing, you can see why this would be perceived as a. Good movie it, for, it, for people. Uh, it just seems like it's it's a movie you say you like because you want to be one of those people that like it. Mm. Like even if you don't like it, you'd be like, "I'm not going to be the person who says I didn't like it." That's, that's that's the kind of vibe we get from this movie. Kind of like the whole killing him softly type of thing. Oh, okay. Same kind of concept. Oh, yeah. Like like no, no, yeah, I totally got it. Yeah, for sure, I got it. Okay. I, oh yeah, it was, it was it was brilliant. But I don't. Okay. I'm not in that camp. Now it's time for trivia. This is part of the show where I give out little bits of facts or info you may not know about the movie. Christian Slater was only 15 years old when he did his nude scene in this film with actress Valentina Vargas, who was 22 at the time. Whoa. Yeah. All right. I don't feel as bad anymore then. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. (laughs) Robert De Niro auditioned for the role of William, but director Jean-Jacques Anod changed his mind because De Niro wanted to have a final sword duel between William and Bernardo Guy, F. Murray Abraham. That doesn't make sense. So De Niro's like, okay. <laughs> We're going to have a sword fight, okay? You can't see the face that he okay? just made. He's making I'm doing the De Niro, De Niro face. <laughs> the, okay. Eh? Eh. <laughs> That's shitty, like, yeah. uh, stand-up comic. I'm going uh, to do an impersonation of De Niro face. Yeah. He's like, he walked in the audition. He's like, we're going to have a sword fight, okay? Yeah. Okay? Darker to me. Who's an animal? Who's an animal, Larry? <laughs> For the wordless scene in which the girl seduces Adso, Christian Slater's character, yeah. Jean-Jacques Anod didn't give Valentina Vargas directions. He allowed her to improvise a scene, but didn't explain to Christian Slater what his co-star would be doing so as to elicit a more authentic performance from him. Oh, well, okay. Well, then, yeah, nailed it. The whole, like, <laughs> doesn't understand what's going on. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, because he didn't understand. Uh-huh. Uh, Sean Connery's... <laughs> Sean Connery's career was at such a low point when he read for the role that Columbia Pictures refused to finance the film when director Jean-Jacques Anod cast him as William of Bakersville. What? Mm-hmm. He had a big slump. Huh. So he came back. Highlander? <laughs> well, Highlander was in that slump uh, era. Of course. I don't think it was just solely because of that. <laughs> but he came back with um, uh, Indiana Jones, 
he came back with uh, the Untouchables. Did you right. watch the Untouchables? Yeah. With Elliot Ness? Mm-hmm. Wait. No. Yeah, the Untouchables. Oh, you. I'm thinking Tombstone. You would love the Untouchables, Adam. Okay. It's about Al Capone and the, uh, oh. Elliot Ness bring him down in All the right. 20s. Kevin Costner's Elliot Ness. De Niro is Al Capone. I did not see that for but sure. But there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of Al Capone scenes. Okay. He's in a very few amount of scenes, but the scenes he's in, he fucking nails it. Cool. Sean Connery is a Chicago, like, beat cop. Who, okay. who, uh, works with Elliot Ness to get other cops on because they, they assume all the Chicago cops are dirty because Al Capone has them in his pocket. Right. So Sean Connery is like the one clean cop who helps him recruit a bunch of guys, the untouchables to bring down Al Capone. And there's a, there's a, there's a, the most famous scene. Sean Connery has an Oscar and he got it from the untouchables. He tells him, uh, he tells him, uh, they come at you with a gun. You, you come with a, uh, no, you come, they come with a, yeah, how does the fuck does it go? <laughs> They come with a knife, you come with a gun. Oh, yeah. You, Is that right? Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, that's it. They come with a gun, you come with a gun. No, I, well, I just yeah. said that. Yeah. Say, they, they come with a knife, you come with a gun. They come with a gun, you come with a bigger gun. No, that's not how it goes. Oh, no? So okay. it's that first part. I'm just making and it up. And he says, go. he put, he, he, they put one of ours in the hospital, you put two of theirs in the morgue. That's the Chicago way. Oh, okay. That's the Untouchables. And that's familiar somehow. Yeah. So from those two roles, Untouchables, Indiana Jones, that's when he went back to be, hey, Shaw Cottery. Okay. And uh, then he ended his career. <laughs> the League of Extraordinary <laughs> Gentlemen, <laughs> which they're remaking, by the way. What? Yeah, they oh announced it God. yesterday, as of this recording. Wow. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Uh, finally, money makes the world go round. We want to put this film in perspective with other films that were released that year, so we can get a feel financially how well this film held up to its peers. The budget, Adam, seventeen point five million dollars. Wow. Would you like to guess how much money this movie grossed? Uh. This is, this is the slump of him. He's he's slumping it out, but everyone liked it. Mm-hmm. Seventeen, I'll say forty-five. Okay. In the U.S., this grossed seven point one million. Uh, oh no! Overseas, it grossed seventy-seven point two million. Wow. Oh, that's not okay. I get that. Bring his total to eighty-four point three million. Wow! All right. This film debuted in twelfth place on the weekend of September twenty-six, nineteen eighty-six, with four hundred ninety-four thousand five hundred seventy-one dollars. Number one that week. Crocodile Dundee. Wow. Bad year for movies. Or for a weekend. <laughs> according to Box Office <laughs> According to Box Office Mojo, this is the twenty eighth highest grossing film in the category Medieval Times. Huh. Twenty what? This is the twenty eighth highest grossing film in the category Medieval Times. I feel like I can name twenty eight other <laughs> much better movies. Well, it's not so much that they're good, it's just money wise, this is the twenty eighth oh, okay. highest grossing. All right, all right. Uh, number one is any guesses? These are movies that take place in realistic medieval times. So it's not like Lord of the Rings. Right, right. Uh, Knight's Tale. Number one is Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, the Kevin Costner one. Oh, wow. With Alan Rickman as the sheriff of Nottingham. All right. Uh, This was the 89th highest grossing film of 1986. Number one that year, Top Gun. Okay. Would you like to hear what number two was? My jaw dropped when I saw this. Uh Top Gun made like $171 million. This number two movie made $169 million. I don't even have any guesses. Number two for the whole year of 1986 was Crocodile Dundee. Oh, my God. (laughs) So it was a bad year for movies. (laughs) Outside of Top Gun, they had nothing else going on, huh? (laughs) Wow. And then one of the Star Trek movies was like number five. Highest gross. Oh. I think the the return home or something. I think it was the fourth one. Yes, or the, I, just, I or was the fifth I was, one. Yes, I was just talking about that one. I think that's the one with, with whales. Uh, they had to go back in time to, to save whales. To save whales. Yeah. Oh, they didn't give a shit about that movie anymore. Yeah. They're just like, fuck it, we're going funny. We're going pure comedy for this movie. Well, there's total like 
I think I, I think there's like nine or ten Star Trek movies before they rebooted them, something like that. Uh, no, the front I think it was like seven, and then I think the eighth one is the one where it has Picard in it. Oh, Generations. Yeah, Generations. Okay. So I, I I I watched up to that. I haven't watched Generations yet because I need to watch all of uh, Next Generation. Next Generation first. Okay. And then jump into that. And then Voyager is after Next Generation, right? Right. Okay. Well, Adam, <laughs> you know where you can watch. This movie and Star Trek and all these other shows we mentioned. Amazon? Yep. What? Click on the Amazon banner on the website. Takes you to Amazon. You can bookmark it. Use that for all your shopping. Doesn't cost you anything, but it helps support the show. Yeah. Throws a little shekels our way. Mm-hmm. That's 1986's. Did you want to say anything? It looks like you want to say something. No. Oh, because you're holding your iPad like 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 you're going to give a speech. <laughs> <laughs> you're good? No, it's fine. I was trying to look up why the monks shave their heads. Oh, that's another thing. How the <laughs> fuck could they shave their head so like precisely? Like it looks like like a buzz cut. Yeah. Uh, uh, whatever. I don't care. Who cares? Uh, that's fine. Suspension of disbelief, I guess. Yeah. That's 1986's The Name of the Rose, directed by Jean-Jacques Onat. Check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoiler Show. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list and we'll watch it for any of the requests. Please make it a bad movie <laughs> because uh this one 86 percent around tomatoes come on guys yeah next week we're gonna do a little palate cleanse <laughs> go back <laughs> to the normal stuff we normally watch and we decided to watch swat so we're gonna watch swat next week the adaptation of a tv show that no one watched i didn't know it was the adaptation yeah i just thought it was a movie Oh, that's cool. You thought it was just like an original property? Yeah. No, it's based on a TV show from the 70s. All right. It's like a show that everyone claimed they loved, but like, I don't know one person who like actually watched it. All right. So in in my corner of the world, this was also uh, undiscovered. Yeah. Okay. This this is almost like a Tron Legacy. Like when when Tron Legacy was coming out, all these people were talking about Tron. I'm like, you've seen Tron? Like no one has seen fucking oh, Tron, okay. but now everyone's like, "Oh, fucking Tron looks sick." Meh. That's that's what SWAT was like in two thousand three. I see. It was like, "Oh, it's based on that show." You know how many seasons there were? There was one season. <laughs> I think maybe two. Okay. Yeah. Nobody's nobody's following that then. Yeah. So we're gonna watch SWAT with Hawkeye, Bullseye, Nick Fury, Cool James. Ladies love Cool James. <laughs> he hasn't been a superhero yet. Yeah. Uh, anyone else we can go by a superhero? Uh, there's three people from The Wire. Yeah, no, uh, you just said bullseye. Yeah, uh, that's it. Okay, it's it's like any movie post two thousand. I could just be like, oh, that's Superman, that's Batman, that's right. Spider Man, that's Hawkeye, <laughs> that's Bullseye, that's yeah. Kingpin. So check out SWAT next week, and until next time, this is Hollywood. I'm Adam. Bye.